Those despicable children, those little monsters, you know them, you've been around them, those demonic little kids that run around screaming and stealing and breaking things and messing with other people's stuff and just generally not listening to their parents or anyone around them, you know the type. Well, I can't stand them and I had a run-in with one of them recently. And so that is what I'm going to be sharing with you in this podcast episode. I'm going to be telling you a story of a recent incident that I had with a little demon and uh, what happened with that, my thoughts about it, and uh, talk about human society, animal kingdom, do's and don'ts, good and bad, and excerpts from a book called 12 Rules for Life by Jordan Peterson. And that book has a chapter called Do Not Let Your Children Do Anything That Makes You Dislike Them. So I've got some highlights I want to share with you from that book at the end of the episode. But first, let me share with you what happened. So the other day, I was at this uh, artist convention. It was outdoors. There was a lot of booths and a lot of people. And there was a band playing music. It was a beautiful sunny day. Everybody was having a good time. And so was I. So towards the end of this event, I, you know, so at this event, I was taking photos and videos because that's what I do professionally. And I wanted to get my drone up in the air for some aerial shots. So I had the drone it was going well, and I was trying to, and these kids were running around, about a group of four little kids. They all were probably about, I don't know, five years old, five years young, something like that, you know, little tykes running around. Uh, the drone was fascinating to them, so they were all looking at it and running after it, and I was playing with them a little bit with the drone. I was flying it low and kind of teasing them with it. But then one kid started to throw something at it. And so I was trying to land the drone right next to me. And this one little kid grabbed up a bunch of little rocks and threw them at the drone and hit it, actually. And so I told the kid, hey, did you just throw rocks at it? And, and he was like, yeah. I said, don't do that. That's not all right. And I said, and I was trying to land the drone, but they were jumping at it and trying to swat at it. And I said, stop that. Get out of here, you know. Stop. Get out of here. Move. You know, I was saying this to them. And uh, they weren't listening and just kept on doing that, trying to, uh, you know, damage my property. And so I pushed one of the kids, not hard, kind of a medium, just shove, you know, just, he didn't even fall down just to, and I said, get out of here, go on. And he looked really sad and then ran off to his mom. And so the other kids left too. And it was a little awkward, but you know, had to do what I had to do. So then I landed the drone. And fortunately there was this older guy next to me that we were talking about photography and stuff and I was showing him things about the drone and he was really interested. He's probably in his 60s, I would guess. Nice guy, really like him actually. I'm glad he was there though because a few minutes later, his mom, the little kid's mom came over and she was not happy. You know, 
as you might expect. So she comes up to me holding her kid's hand, the little boy, and she just comes at me aggressively, you know, saying things like, did you push him? And that's not okay. And apologize. And fortunately, this older guy came to my protection because he saw the whole thing and he was talking very calmly to her, you know, explaining what happened and that his her little boy shouldn't do things like that and that a little shove was okay because I tried communicating several times uh, so he wouldn't listen. And so anyway, she was really pissed and I was not happy with her too because I think, quite frankly, I think she's a bad parent and I can tell a bad parent when I see one. There's no such thing as bad kids, only bad parents. Just as I learned from a retired Navy SEAL that there's no such thing as bad teams, only bad leaders. Now, I want to give you just a little bit of an idea of this lady and her wretched offspring. You know, I've been around them for this event for about three times, you know, before the event for the preparations. So she would come over with her wretched offspring and it was brutal because I can tell she's like a crazy bitch, you know, uh, single mother. Uh, no wonder why the guy left her. She's got a high-pitched voice, talks all the time, won't stop, usually about herself. And she's pretty erratic, yeah? And whenever she would come over for these promo photo shoots, like her wretched offspring would be just talking, 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 not even bothering to notice that the adults are talking. So it's just trying to get attention. It won't shut up. It's running around like a yappy little dog, you know. It's just super annoying to have that kid around. Can't get anything done. So this lady, she's like the type that's all tired and overworked and stressed. And, you know, she has so much going on with work and trying to take care of her kid and uh, bags under the eyes, you know, just a mess. I've seen this a lot, so I'm familiar with what I saw. This crazy bitch, single mother. Yeah, it's hard, I know, but her inability to get her shit together in her life affects her kid and affects other people. It's not my problem, you know. It's like people got to get their own shit together in life, and if you can, I don't know what to do. But anyway, I just wanted to give you a more detailed picture of this witch and her wretched offspring. Uh, so I just told her, no, I'm not apologizing. He shouldn't have been doing that and he wouldn't listen. And so I gave him a little shove and I am okay with that. And then she kept on getting more aggressive and leaning in and yelling at the older guy. And she wouldn't listen to us. I said, listen, you're just really angry right now and I want you to leave our space right now. Just go. And she, and she wouldn't listen. And when I would ask her to leave, she would get closer and lean in more aggressively, just angry, uncontrollable. No wonder where her kid gets it from, right? And uh, at one point, she said, well, what are you going to do, push me? I said, maybe. And I might have. Because that's not, like, in my opinion, uh, uh, unjustified violence or whatever. It's not super, like negative it's okay you know we try and communicate with people and de-escalate when we can but sometimes we got to escalate and that's what animals do in the animal kingdom so that's basically what happened fine you know finally she left 
and she told the story to other people and probably is blown it out of proportion, I'm sure. But I don't, look, I, I don't want to be a kid pusher, you know, I don't, that's not what I want to do. I don't like doing that at all, that kind of thing. I always want things to be peaceful. Uh, but life isn't always like that. So I'm okay with what I did, you know, and that kid should have listened and, and, and that mom should be a better mom, period. And I'm going to, that's going to become really clear to you if you don't already agree with me from the excerpts I'm going to read in a couple minutes here. But first I want to just mention that, you know, in the animal kingdom, this sort of thing happens all the time. It's very natural and very good. I like to watch nature documentaries, and I watched one the other night that just keeps affirming this for me. You know, in this one I watched recently, and others like it too, you might have seen. Take any animal, like apes or monkeys or cats or dogs. All of them have systems of checks and balances for child rearing and good parenting and social behavior anyway. It's not just about parents. It's about the community, the social dynamics of uh, friends and kin. And so in a nature documentary, take any one of them. Like, So what happens is you've got the young ones, whatever animal it is. And they're always testing the boundaries of what's okay in their little society, their group, their tribe, their herd, their pack, their flock. Birds do it too. So the older siblings and relatives in, in a pack will sometimes hit or push or bite or scratch at the young ones when they are overstepping the acceptable boundaries. And in one of the shows I just watched the other night, uh, this one uh, monkey got a deep gash in it because the larger male ape was holding its dominance in the hierarchy and the young one was just being a little bit unruly and it got swat at by this ape and it made a gash in it. And some of these checks that happen to the young ones in any animal kingdom can last for a lifetime, scars. But uh, they learn this way. You know what I mean? So it's like in the animal kingdom, this happens all the time and it's a 100% natural uh condition of the animal species and it's no different in humans because we're animals the only difference is in modern society a lot of this quote male aggressive behavior has been thumbed down and uh kind of just uh been deemed uh inappropriate and unacceptable which is a shame because it's a disservice to the health of the human race to try and eliminate these natural physical checks and balance systems that animals need in order to breed better animals. 
including humans. You know what I mean? So it's okay to communicate to a child that it's misbehaving and if they don't listen because they want to display dominance up the hierarchy, then you give them a little push. And I think that's okay and I stand by it. You know what I mean? So that's what happened. That's my perspective in the animal world about how it's okay to behave this way. And if parents won't do it, if parents won't discipline their kids, others will. And so now I'm going to get into reading some of the excerpts from the book 12 Rules for Life by Jordan Peterson. It's from the chapter, Do Not Let Your Children Do Anything That Makes You Dislike Them. I love this book. All the chapters are awesome. I've got highlights all over it. Uh, this might be one of my favorite chapters because there's so much bad parenting going on in society and so many fucked up kids, little monsters. They turn into monsters because of their parents, primarily. I know it's complex, but uh, Jordan Peterson is a parent himself, and he's an older guy. He's got a lot of great life experience, and I trust him, and I look up to his advice. And so, all right, I'm just going to start reading. The, I'm just going to start reading these quotes here. Okay, I've got a few of them. Uh, it won't be long, but I know that these excerpts are going to serve you. They're going to be thought-provoking and, and hopefully add a lot of value to your life, even if you're not a parent, can help us to understand these dynamics. And in it, he in this first or sec, in this first quote, he references dogs. And I just want to say that these quotes apply to dogs and their owners as well, because just as there are a myriad of monster children in society, there is a myriad of monster dogs in society who take their owners for a walk on the leash instead of the other way around. They're displaying the dominance. They bark incessantly all the time at anything or nothing when they don't have to, or they might destroy property and bite people even, and all kinds of things that dogs shouldn't be doing in these dynamic relationships with humans. And it's not the dog's fault. There's no such thing as a bad dog, only bad dog owners. And that's, in my experience, honestly, 95% of dog owners fail at raising their dogs and disciplining them and training them. Virtually all dogs are untrained, and the few that are are poorly trained. I've only met one beautifully trained dog in my life, and it was awe-inspiring to see a disciplined dog. It makes me want to love that dog. But I... It, makes me want to hate all the other dogs that are suffering from not being trained properly by their human counterparts. It's sad because the dogs are looking for an alpha. They want that sort of training and discipline, but they don't get it. So it's like dog abuse. 
Same thing for children. It's, it's basically child abuse to not discipline your child. And we'll see why. I'm going to start reading these excerpts now. I hope this is entertaining for you, whatever you're doing today. I appreciate you tuning in. So, first one. Here we go. Even dogs must be socialized if they are to become acceptable members of the pack. And children are much more complex than dogs. This means that they are much more likely to go complexly astray if they are not trained, disciplined, and properly encouraged. Moving on to another quote here. Children are damaged when those charged with their care, afraid of any conflict or upset, no longer dare to correct them and leave them without guidance. I can recognize such on the street. They are doughy and unfocused and vague. So true. They are leaden and dull instead of golden and bright. They are uncarved blocks trapped in a perpetual state of waiting to be. More often than not, modern parents are simply paralyzed by the fear that they were that they will no longer be liked or even loved by their children if they chastise them for any reason. They want their children's friendship above all, and they are willing to sacrifice respect to get it. Powerful points here. Parents are the arbiters of society. They teach children how to behave so that other people will be able to interact meaningfully and productively with them. It is an act of responsibility to discipline a child. It is not anger at misbehavior. It is not revenge for a misdeed. It is instead a careful combination of mercy and long-term judgment. Parents who refuse to adopt the responsibility for disciplining their children think they can just opt out of the conflict necessary for proper child rearing. They avoid being the bad guy in the short term, but they do not at all rescue or protect their children from fear and pain. Quite the contrary, the judgmental and uncaring broader social world will mete out conflict and punishment far greater than that which would have been delivered by an awake parent. You can discipline your children or you can turn that responsibility over to the harsh, uncaring, judgmental world and the motivation for the latter decision should never be confused with love. And here's the last quote I have for you. If their actions make you dislike them, think what an effect that will have on other people, like me, who care much less about them than you. Those other people will punish them severely by omission or commission. Don't allow that to happen. Better to let your little monsters know what is desirable and what is not so they will become sophisticated Denzians of the world outside the family. So, when it, that last part really resonates me when 
you know, if you as a parent don't properly discipline your child, just imagine what the other people in society who care far less about your child will do to them. Think about other, not just some monster like me, but other children in school, bullies, adolescents. It's brutal. If, you're, if your child isn't appreciated by others, by their good behavior, you know, it's bad out there in the world and into adulthood. You ever see videos of just people getting beat, beat to shit on the street? Violence. They get killed. So. Anyway. That's about it for this episode. I highly recommend that you read the whole chapter in that book. Whether you're a parent or not. But especially if you're a parent or a dog owner. You can learn from that too. There's also another book I read about dog training that's really cool. A Navy SEAL dog trainer. Um, Pretty fascinating about dog training and child training. So 12 Rules for Life, Jordan Peterson. I'll have the link for that book in the show notes for this episode on my website, davidwhipple.com. You can check it out. Go through that link. Purchase it on Amazon. I get a little commission for that be a little bit of support to me as I try and make my own way in my career. I appreciate your listening and supporting. And head on over to davidwhipple.com. Show notes for the Whipple Effect over there, as well as a whole bunch of other stuff. Everything I do is on the launch pad for uh, my website there. I'm selling photo prints and offering my creative services as a profession. So thanks for tuning in to the Whipple Effect. I hope this has been valuable and entertaining to you today. And if you have any reflections or opinions you want to share with me about this in a respectful way, you can leave a comment on this episode over there and subscribe, rate and review on Apple Podcasts. And this show is also on Spotify. So I wish you to have a good day. Thanks again. And in this crazy world of COVID lies and the quack scene masquerade, everyone's telling you to stay safe. I was just on the phone with some tech support people today and yesterday too, and they end the conversation by saying stay safe out there. I have to hold my tongue because I ain't going to stay safe in a world of uncertainty. I'm going to stay free. So I hope you will too. Bye for now.